Okay. What I've got on the program is closing words from monastics and blessing chant. And uh, I think one of the things to be considering um, as a, um, you know, having, uh, having a place, having a center, having a, a, a community um, gathering spot is that uh, it has to be looked after and and uh, I remember Ajahn Chah, uh, a story from Ajahn Chah where a monk came it's the early days of Ajahn Chah at his Monastery, uh, Wat Bapong, and uh, this monk came in and he, he saw the place and it was all uh, nicely swept, it was all nicely looked after, and, uh, and, and the monk said, Wow, this is, this is really wonderful, this is really, really great. Who does that? <laughs> and I just, oh, they just, it just happens by itself. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it, it, uh, it requires um, yeah, looking after. And especially when it's a, a, a community, especially, like, I mean, if it's a monastery, then it's sort of like, Oh, it's like the monastery does it. What you know, like some magical thing called a monastery. And no, it's people who live there. And so that okay, the the uh, Portland friends of Dhamma, uh, it's like oh, they they what they, <laughs> but it isn't they. It's a we. So that that you know we have to look after it. And uh, and that uh, it's that looking after it and caring for it and helping to uh, keep the keep the funding that that uh, uh, keeps it going. Um, I mean, I I don't actually know what any of the details of of. Finances and programs and whatnot, but uh, uh, takes money, <laughs> and uh, and it's it's uh, uh, something that um, they like. You know, I don't know how many more years of mortgages you have to keep paying for. So I mean, that's another aspect of it. And so that that. Uh, so you're sort of thinking that, I mean, what I've been hearing is how do we keep it going? But it's also, that's absolutely essential, necessary, can't get around it. And, but then I have to think in terms of the, the long-term as well, how to, how to make it so that it's uh, uh, 
comfortable. Uh, and, uh, but certainly just to express appreciation and a lot of appreciation has been, been, uh, been given already and to really acknowledge like that, that yeah, it, it, it gets accomplished through people's generosity and generosity takes many, many different shapes. Uh, uh, the, uh, that sense of, of uh, a, a material giving is, is only one small aspect of it. The aspect of service and, and, uh, and helping out and, uh, and keeping an eye on each other is very much a part of, of generosity. And, and just being able to listen, hear each other, the generosity to, to uh, give each other time uh, and to uh, uh, be there for each other. So there's you're being able to, to nurture that and, and to, uh, to help look after the, the space and, and, uh, and, and keep it going. And most of the, most of the stuff, you won't, you don't actually see that much. Like you don't see the wiring, you don't see the plumbing, but uh, uh, I've been in enough building projects to know what elect, how much electricians cost and how much plumbers cost, you know, how that, what that, what that does, and 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 also like fixing up. It's easier to it's easier to build a new building than it is to keep an old building going. Uh, and uh, I've done both. <laughs> So that, uh, that just just bringing that to mind and, and recognizing, realizing that these are a, a part of of the uh, of the community and community's responsibility and a part of of uh, our practice because um, it's the um, I've been listening to Ajahn Chah's um, biography that the, uh, that was read. There was a, 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 I, I just got to the last chapters and, and just in the end, and and it's uh, the last chapter is uh, the last major chapter in this is the is Ajahn Chah's la the, the last visit to England. And he's uh, uh, leaving, and he's he's kind of telling Ajahn Sumedho and the Sangha, you know, in terms of, of teaching, uh, to keep returning to the foundations of of the of the of the teachings, and they particularly. There's a, a teaching that comes up over and over again in the suttas where the Buddha, uh, it's called the gradual instruction. And uh, where, how the Buddha receives somebody, introduces them to the Dhamma and 
and attends to their capacity. Um, but it's a it kind of a beginning with beginning with generosity, with sila, with virtue, uh, to the heavens, uh, then to uh, the sense of of mm, kind of like the the things that are a source of of gratification of well-being, uh, and then the aspects of drawbacks, the drawbacks of of uh, uh, of the of the world, the drawbacks of of, uh, of our uh, of our existence, and then relinquishment, renunciation, then the four noble truths. If somebody shows up, you don't hit them with the four noble truths <laughs> right off the bat. Right? You don't hit them with the philosophy. Um, laying the foundation for those. And, the, and, and, and Ajahn said, you know, there's, there's so many teachings, there's so many teachers and different ways. And uh, to make sure that they, the, uh, when you're teaching, not to stray from those roots, those foundations, uh, and and in our practice, uh, it's really important to keep coming back to those. We, you know, as a as a center, uh, that we uh, we come back to those things that are really, uh, I mean, it's practical. Uh, so looking after the the uh, the center, looking after each other, that is an aspect of generosity. It's an aspect of integrity. It's a, it's an act of, of of giving. It's an act of kindness, and and, and there's a great source of happiness and, and gratification. Uh, and you know, we're human beings, so there's just drawbacks to that too. Uh, so, but in that's okay. It's not that doesn't negate anything. And what it does, it puts it into a container that we can keep growing into. Uh, so that that as we keep growing into the Dhamma, then we're nurturing ourselves, nurturing our community, and looking after the the space. Uh, that for it to to continue to grow, uh, to continue to to flourish. So just to encourage you all to yeah to look after each other, look after yourselves, and look after the Dhamma. Words to say. Hey. Well, it's nice to. I've spent the day here with everyone just up until now getting to be a bump on the log it's been very <laughs> i always enjoy that listening to little pause these things is always a delight being able to just be quiet but uh just a few words here a few thoughts um a, a theme that's been going through my mind a lot recently um has been uh Looking at the long term um, in in our practice in our life, you know, in our 
positions in samsara <laughs> the whole thing uh, but keeping an eye towards the long term and um, making a long-term commitment to to practice because it, it's not uh it's not a quick easy path um and it's uh for at least most of us it's uh not something where we get into it for a year and then realize enlightenment and <laughs> start teaching and then you know everything's wonderful it's it's much more of a, a schlag than that for most of us <laughs> so long-term commitment is something that's uh been on on my mind a lot recently and just thinking back about say the Abayagiri starting 25 years ago, PFAD here with Sakula's initiation starting 15, 21. (laughs) Time passes very quickly. 21 years uh, ago, um, starting this uh, Sakula's vision and then Sakula and Alistair working together very hard and then people coming on slowly to contribute towards this, uh, this very wonderful venture. Um, but also, you know, realizing, you know, Sakula, Alistair, Umpa, myself, <laughs> we're all getting older. Um, <laughs> and uh, long term needs to be part of uh, our equation to uh, planning for the long term. Listening to Kristen talk about the, you know, the, the maintenance problems of, of a building like this. And, and it kind of was the two major areas are. Yeah, electricity or you know, yeah, electricity and plumbing. <laughs> I was starting to think, well, that's kind of true for us too. <laughs> yeah, there's the, the electrical impulses up here, the the memory is starting to go, and the plumbing <laughs> has its problems as you get older. <laughs> so whether it's a building like this or these temporary structures that we're housed in, you know, got to tend to the electricity into the plumbing. Um, but eventually, you know, those are going to go too. <laughs> um, you know, these bodies won't be around all that much longer. And, you know, when Pa's retired and I had a, a, you know, a much lesser role to buy a gear, but I've kind of moved into some sort of semblance of retirement to make, um, to make way for you know the next generation in a sense, when that's a cool. It's been you know nurturing community here, so uh, in the same way um, to you know the realization that you know we're all very temporary uh, parts of this universe, um, and keeping our eyes towards the long term and buildings are the same. This building won't be here forever, but want to keep it here as long as we can because it serves a purpose just as the body serves a purpose for you know providing a space for longer term qualities to develop and these are qualities that are passed on from generation to generation from person to person and things that assuming that we don't make the complete break this in this lifetime you know which we can't rule out it's a possibility but if we don't, then we want to have some long-term qualities that will carry us on into the next whatever happens in, in, in this you know, realm of existence. And um, these are the qualities that this building is here to help nurture. The people here are here to help nurture. And you know, we can't do it without 
our human body. We can't do it without a place to gather and share uh, the teachings. Um, but keeping our eye towards that long term uh, and uh, allowing uh, ourselves to kind of just step out of the way and let the good qualities of generosity and kindness and wisdom and all of the all of the virtues that we can develop that will be sustaining us all over this lifetime, passing it on to generations uh, in teaching and sharing the Dhamma and then into the next lifetimes until we get it so right that we don't need it anymore <laughs> and can let go of that too. So yeah, just thinking of these qualities that we want to keep in the world as long as the world continues to be uh, and uh, gearing ourselves uh, towards that, that long range vision of life beyond us, <laughs> life beyond these bodies uh, and having spaces to, to share uh, and to keep the, keep the teachings alive. So that's what uh, we're all here to do and grateful to be part of it. And uh, thanks for making it happen. Well, that uh, say the monastics could do a, uh, a blessing chant and then we could close everything with a, uh, a sharing of blessings um, where we're we're all we are all involved. The uh, there's a, a particular chant uh, that I, I do want to do. That is a uh, it's called the the sphere of universal blessings, and it's a special chant that is uh, done from time to time for for special occasions. And this seems to be a pretty special occasion. So. Satan 
just setting that intention uh, to uh, share the share the goodness now let us turn the verses of sharing and aspiration through the goodness that arises from my practice may my spiritual teachers and guides of great virtue my mother, my father, and my relatives, the sun and the moon, and all virtuous leaders of the world, may the highest gods and evil forces, celestial beings, guardian spirits of the earth, and the Lord of death, May those who are friendly, indifferent, or hostile, may all beings receive the blessings of my life. May they soon attain the threefold bliss and realize the deathless through the goodness that arises from my practice and through this act of sharing. May all desires and attachments quickly cease. 
Darkness and delusion be dispelled. 